on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Ten years of Warcraft! The Nomads are wandering again. Final Fantasy has patches. Eve needs more ships, because they keep blowing them up. Ralph is here to talk about the BlizzCon Guildhall and how you, yes you, can help. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Hey guys, we're so sorry about missing last week. We had a cacophony of chaos. But we're going to carry on this week because we can't let you down two weeks in a row. Welcome to the episode 207 of the podcast celebrating the wonderful, amazing, fantabulous AIE gaming community. Yes, guys, that is you. Filling in for the very stuck-at-work accuside, I'm Makala, and I left you guys some caramel apple crepes in the guild kitchen. And as always, we have the lovely Eludra. Hey, AIE, I think you are awesome. And literally, to my right, is Tetsimi. I brought not spreadsheets, but patches. Ooh, patches. And this week we are joined by our very, very special guest, Ralph, who is here to talk to us about the AIE BlizzCon Guild Hall. Welcome, Ralph. Yeah! Yay! I like the way you call me special. You are special. (laughs) We're all a little special. Michaela! Yeah. How have you been since our last show? I've been, um, well, a little busy. Just a little? <laughs> so busy, a little. We, um, the uh, theater I work for had a show opening this weekend. Oh, nice. And, oh, yeah. And because we actually had a cast, a crew coming in from L.A. to perform the show, um, we had to feed them. So, so macaroni and cheese with hot dogs for all? Um, they're actors from L.A. So totally macaroni and cheese with hot dogs for all because they're hungry. So totally a lot of food restrictions. (laughs) I can kind of relate to that. I'm becoming more and more of that stereotype lately. (laughs) So Friday night we had our opening night, um, coordinated someone to come in and bring food, and then we had the opening night, the, um... Mm -hmm. Reception afterwards, all of that. Um, Saturday we had a we had a double show. We had a seven and a nine thirty, and I was in charge of food for that one. And then we had a show on Sunday. So yeah, it was a good wow. time. Wow, that sounds yeah. busy. So that's awesome. What about you, Tetsumi? Yeah. You're on here and just so freaking awesome. Your name should be a permanent installation in the show notes. What have you been up to? Work. Lots of work. <laughs> um, not much in the terms of gaming other than I did get a poke around on the PTR, which we'll talk about later in WoW. And... Um, Cleaning up after the the guild kitchen and the regular kitchen in real life. <laughs> oh, that's that's rough. But that's a you, lot of dishes. But you did forget, and I forgot too. We uh, did something we haven't done in a very long time, especially as a couple. Guys, 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 family. family. 
family-friendly. We played D&D. We did. With we played with friends from her work. We did play D&D. Yeah. We played D&D with lawyers, and I have a bad feeling this is going to end badly. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds like an adventure. Are you kidding me? Right? You will have the most thorough campaign with the best leveled characters in all of D&D history. You've met my husband then. He's not a lawyer. <laughs> I have met him. He's a nice guy. He kept He's distracting me lawyer. so I wouldn't kick him in the shin. He's well, a rules lawyer. Yeah. Well, as for me... Yes, what's up with you, darling? Well, last week with my amazing raid team, I managed to get my garage heirloom. Heirloom? What? Ooh, heirloom. No, it's not a heirloom. It doesn't go in my, my panda mane. No, no. It, I got my heirloom staff to drop, and it was awesome. And this week, I'm determined to steal Old Man Frank's. Why? Because I just woke up going, I'm going to steal His Old pants. Man Frank's staff. This, oh, this okay. Week. Yeah. So, I'm calling you out, man, for that one time you kicked my bunny. Don't deny it. Don't deny it. We all know what happened. OMF, you're going down. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And then let me see. Um, I've been kind of doing this personal, like, fundraiser thing, and it's going uh -huh. really well. I'm not going to plug it here or anything. I'm just going to say, everybody, I, I heart you all so much. And, and it's just been an amazing experience for me. And let me see. In Final Fantasy, I got to raid. Because I just ha so happened to be on, and the raid team was like, we could use another person. Sure. So they took me. And if anybody's ever raided with me, you know I'm crazy suicidal and everything. So what happened was I didn't wipe the raid. I did manage to not roll on a, an amazing loot upgrade because I am just that sparkly. Yeah, I am just that amazing sometimes. But uh, they they ran it again because you don't oh. have a lockout at certain levels. So I, I managed to get a different upgrade. So so that was a good. But it wouldn't be me if I had a perfect raid. You know, I didn't like mm -hmm. the group, but I didn't get the loot that dropped specifically for my class, of which I was the only one in the raid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's typical. Yeah. Isn't that just great? That's brilliant. It is. Ralph, you haven't been on in a while, but has anything great been going on with you lately? I mean, let's get you in this conversation here. Let's... I'm kind of in the same boat as I think Accusod, which is uh, working. We, yeah, we have two projects going on at once, and neither one of them wants to say, uh, "Okay, you can work on the other one." So we're basically working on two projects. So I haven't been playing any MMOs. I. Uh, like 15 hours at work, and then I come home and I play a little Diablo to, you know, decompress. Unwind. Yeah. And actually, you know what? Um, I didn't get to go to Dragon Con because of all the work. <gasps> oh God, no! I didn't. Smite, I didn't... The, smite the workplace. But I did, uh, you know, listen to all the Twitter feeds and stuff while it was all going right. on, and I did play a lot of uh, the new uh, seasonal Diablo. So I made new characters and got that up to speed. Oh yeah, that, that's going on. That, that sounds like release, fun. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty fun. I'm I uh I made a wizard and it's uh it's level cap now. So Oh, wizards are the best. Yes, that's right. I am promoting playing a mage. Go um, for Really? Yeah. I have a frost mage in Diablo. Kicks butt. I love it so much. Playing a mage, who'd have thought? Yeah. I know. I know. I'm brilliant. Well, certainly, now we have the AIE News. 
AIE News. All right. So the meetup.com group needs your help. If you use the meetup.com site and would like to continue to do so, please consider donating. The funding for our happy little service have, has fallen short, and without your help, it's going to go away. It's just flat out going to go away. It's one of those things, if people aren't using it, they're not going to donate, so if you do use it, consider throwing a few bucks in. Guildies have already coordinated their efforts on the AIE forums to ensure that the meetup site keeps going. You can check out the efforts on the forums and cheer everybody on, you know, let everybody know that, hey, you'd love to, but things are short this week, or, you know, post funny cat pictures, whatever you want. Just, that's there, it's going on, have fun, and please use the site while it's still going on. Yes. So, not to be outdone by real life, the Sparrow family is openly and forwardly, whoa, forward of them, Very forward. challenging all of the members of AI Azeroth to the Ice Bucket Challenge. Best of all, it costs you nothing. Zero. Nada. Not like the thing I just plugged. Yes, that's right. Zero dollars. You do not pay a sh single copper penny in real life or in game. This is open until September 13th, and after that time... Sparrowhawk will count pictures of those who participated and make a donation. I love this thing, and maybe I should just tell you how to donate what, or how to participate, because that, that seemed to have missed the notes here. Um, what you do is you go in to the thread, you post a picture of yourself doing, in-game, something that looks like the Ice Bucket Challenge. You can go to Northrend and jump into a lake. You can do a, blizz a screenshot of you casting Blizzard in a cold place. You can ice block because, huh, that was cold. Anything you want, and a donation will be made by the Amazing Sparrow family. Ground totals hey. and everything will be posted on September 13th in the forums. Was that a sound? Oh, it was me saying yay. Yay! I know, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And not to be outdone by Sparrow, Bravo on the forums wants to highlight another very worthy charity, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America. And through September 15th, they have someone that has pledged to double their donations. So to do something truly brave and heroic in game, and then you send a screenshot to Bravo, and he will donate $2 to this separate foundation, the CCFA. Brave and heroic, you know, ideas are, it I don't takes know. guts. Huh? You know, it takes guts. It does. And Philip Grums and Clyde is all around the guts. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, um, so participate in that. These these are very generous guildies, and the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation is actually something a little bit close to this podcast, so donate away. Yep. And switching uh, gears, that's what you switch here. World of Warcraft, Warlords of Draenor has hit the shelf on Thursday, November 15th, November 13th, sorry, just in time to celebrate World of Warcraft's 10-year anniversary. So that we all have time to level and have fun, the in-game anniversary events starts on November 21st and goes through January 6th. Everyone who logs in during this time period will receive the incredibly cuddly, feisty, and fiery new Molten Corgi to love, pet, and call their own. Plus, you will have a chance to run the 40-man 
Molten Core, and PvP with South Shore versus Terran Mill. The AIE WoW Craft Fair is coming up October 4th and 5th, along with the normal fun. We have a Hollow's End costume contest. And we have prizes for all of the different categories, including Best Overall Costume, Scariest Costume, Best AIE-themed costume, Best Costume that includes a pet and a mount, and Best Couple. Plus, we have lots of other things that are going on in the forums, include Thank a Guildmate, New Activity Around Role-Playing, Team Recruitment, and more. Whoa, and whoa, whoa. In... real quick. Best Couple of what? Mm, who knows? That's up to you. Make a couple of... <laughs> things and show up <laughs> you and Thrax should do Beauty and the Beast <laughs> no I'm the Beast he's oh, a okay. elf that might actually work it work <laughs> And for late breaking news, the PTR has gone live as of yesterday with the 6.02 patch. This is the pre-Warlords of Draenor content. It's the mechanics patch. So increased bank space, your toy box, changes to your talents and glyphs, etc. So uh, if you want to take a look at how your character is going to be affected, load up the PTR from within the Battle.net launcher. You just choose the PTR from the drop-down, hit install, and then launch the game. And on the login screen, after you log in, there'll be a copy character button and you can copy your live character over to the PTR. You don't have to go to the website and log in and do all that. It's all now right in the game. Oh, great, great. Because a lot of people were confused that you had to log into Battle.net and do all the character copying from there. I'm not going to say that it wasn't me, but it totally was. So, <laughs> Well, that, yeah, I have had that issue. I suggest having tech, your techie on standby. It works really well, I mm -hmm. promise. Oh, no, I'm the techie here, so... Oh, good, okay. Yeah. And, hey, speaking of patch notes, Final Fantasy Patch 2.38 release date has been announced for September 15th. That's this weekend. This patch is going to include personal housing, yay, marriage, the next step in the Relic Weapon Quest, and other great things. And from what I just heard... If you get married in game, you get them out. Yes, so, pretty it's darn awesome. cool. <laughs> that is absolutely hilarious. Well, I guess you know people used to get cars when they got married, so maybe it's the Final Fantasy version. I don't care. It's so wrong on so many levels. <laughs> Be quiet. Hey, yeah. what I love is it's also a giant bird, guys. So take that where you will. This is a family-friendly podcast. I can't say it myself, but but but. Right. <laughs> But Ralph's here, and we know what Ralph's favorite mount is in WoW. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, the live letter with the dev team has also stated that Patch 2.4 will launch around the Tokyo Game Show. Mm -hmm. We're even sure what's in that this patch, but holy moves. Yeah, holy moves, guys. Holy moves. That is a really short turnaround time. They're they're really releasing these patches rapid fire. That is so, great. I know. I love it because just when you think, oh, I'm at level cap and I've done everything. Well, first off, whoa. Second, nice. they come in with a patch and they're like, nope, here's some more stuff. Do it. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of Final Fantasy, let's talk about those amazing nomads. Yes, they are wandering into Final Fantasy tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern. But, but, nothing says you can't stay later or show up early. There's a two-week trial if you don't think you want to buy the game. Simply uh, time your trial for the Rome. The game is $25, and it does have a monthly sub. But if you choose to buy, let us know here. 
Um, I guess they mean on the forums because they can't let us know here on the podcast because there's a refer a friend option and we can coordinate it with another guildie and this will get so many great things for both of you and I want to be your refer a friend. Yes, that's right. I want to be your refer a friend. It will be amazing and awesome and and full of win and two cedar chocos. Yes, two cedar chocos. So you're just in a choco, aren't you? I'm so in this for the Choco and Pets. But I'm also in there to help new players. So, of course. <sighs> so, yes. Nomads. All right. And in EVE, there is a mining operation in Jangar on September 16th due to the expanding nature of the AIU, AIEU words are hard, drink, free program, we need more ships. Some of you may have already have ships in the secret mining system. For those of you that don't, T1 mining ships will be provided. Ventures, retrievers, uh, coveter. We'll be killing rocks and rocking out to plug DJ. Wait, are these rocks alive? Because I may be against killing alive rocks. Nope, they're dead. They're good, don't worry. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We have full 100% orca boosts and free ships. Come one, come all. And there's a link in the show notes to, you guessed it, the forums. Whoa, 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 wait. Orca boost? Like Free Willy? No? Okay. No. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. All right. And in Star Wars The Old Republic, Ask a Guildy Week 34 is up and running. The victim, I mean subject this week, is Lagro. Also, they have a contest or conquest week going on, and this is week four, Deathmark, which brings us some heavy PvP con conquest objects across five possible locations. Uh, we have Dueling's notes are there on the forums, but there have been some slight changes, so check out the in-game board for more accurate details. Ooh, right? look at that. You can't even do things... And with that, let's get back to Ralph and find out what is exactly going on with the Guild Hall and how we can help. I want to help! Definitely. We're all about helping in AIE. So first of all, I want to uh, tell folks that this is not just – it's not the Guild Hall. What we're doing is a fundraiser. It's for the Guild in general, but I will admit we sort of have two, two big expenses that hit us uh, every year. And one of them is just our overall hosting costs – for our websites, for the Umami site, for the officer website, and then the That's other one. Why, it's why um, meetups came up short because right meetups. We yeah. wanna we wanna uh, give the guildies the things that we depend on for the backbone of the guild before extras. Right, and the, the the number of people using meetups had gone down, even though there were a lot of users. There weren't that many people actively using it, oh. and and as soon mm -hmm. as we said we we're going to take it away, people were like, "Well, wait a minute, I might use it." So I might. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That was shiny, in, and I like it. it great, and uh, so that'll kind of hopefully uh, help you know rectify itself and get all straightened out. Yeah. But the uh, the money's for the other uh, stuff ends up being in the thousands of dollars. And last year we did a Kickstarter. For this thing, Scott uh, Johnson kind of organized that and spearheaded that, and we got the money and we had a great guild hall, and uh, everybody loves the guild hall. That's one of the the most beloved things that our guild does. I think and it's so one of those things that a lot of people actually, I think anymore, intend to even not go to BlizzCon, but to go to California that weekend to 
be at the guild hall. Yeah, definitely yeah. people that live in California. I've heard that. I've heard that many, many times that they go there to to hang out at the guild hall. So there's there's no way we want to you know, if at all possible, not do that. But it does require uh, money and planning and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some people take it for granted that we offer this and don't really think about the actual expenditure and that it it's costing somebody out of pocket for all of this stuff and it's not cheap. You'd think it'd be cheap because we're just getting like this room and that's it. But no, because we had to have BlizzCon and dreaming and yeah. So as good as the uh, Kickstarter was, because it did, uh, we did get the money we needed. Um, we, the fulfillment was, you know, we had a lot of things for fulfillment that were uh, spend game time with people. And that part, it got really complicated, sort of organizing everybody and get it together. Mm-hmm. And so this year, uh, we, we flipped that around. We didn't want to use Kickstarter again because they take a chunk and there's, there's a lot of restrictions in there that made it not, not much fun. But we also wanted to combine sort of the gathering of the money and the playing of the games all into one big thing. Of course, because playing games is fun. We tend to, yeah, as uh, whenever we are po- poised with a problem, we tend to solve it by going and playing some video game, uh, which I think is a fine approach to everything. Oh, yeah. If only it so worked. We're, <laughs> yeah, so what we're having is a big game-a-thon. It's uh, strictly for AIE, and the uh, the main people sort of being the, 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 uh, the guests in this are going to be our officers as well as uh, frog pants type people, mm-hmm. and we're going to put everything up in the uh, in the frog pants store so you can go and buy a time slot. And we're we're putting together a schedule right now, so officers are signing up. We're getting other people to sign up. You'll be able to go and buy a time slot with someone to say, "I want to go and play Diablo with uh, with Scott." I don't know if he's. I think he's putting up a time slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people, the, I know some of the Wildstar folks are have already put up a time. I know uh, Palel has put up a time. He's going to play some Cards Against Humanity with whoever signs up. And uh, basically, that's the idea. Is uh, And that's a lot of the stuff that we had last year. It was the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, what else is about it? It's, it's going to be 12 hours. It's going to be on October 4th. We're mm-hmm. going to start at noon Eastern and go until midnight Eastern. Uh, longer, I guess. I guess if people, you know, stick it out. Right, keep going. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna have a live stream. Uh, Accuside has uh, committed to sort of be the Jerry Lewis to our to our gameathon, and he's going to uh, be manning the whole thing. Of course, other hosts will be coming in and out, and all of the people who are who are playing the games, the officers and and frog pants folks, are gonna come on and meet up with their folks and go off and play their game and then maybe come back and talk about it. So it should be a pretty solid 12 hours of of stuff going on. Doing what and, AA does best, playing games. Exactly, yes. and talking to you while doing it because, let's face it, we all like to talk or else we wouldn't be here right now doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so there's uh, the, the perceptive amongst you may have noticed something that uh, October 4th, is also the same day as the craft fair. It's going to be a little yes. busy day. So that was not the original plan, but uh, we're, you know, we make do with what we can. But um, after we realized that was what was going to happen, it's occurred to me that along with the guild hall, one of the things that people love, it's like one of the biggest reasons to love AIE is the craft fair. Definitely. 
And the croup and the Cooper on, not the croup. That would be bad. The croup. Ooh. The croup. Whoa, whoa. Croup. Is this another? Is this another charity where we no. screenshots and? <laughs> well, let's not do that one, please. Yeah, please. So uh, the more I think about it, the more I think these two things kind of they, they kind of go together because I you know I could see um, the the craft fair starts at four. Is that correct? Four server times. So yes, I believe yeah, so. Yeah. So I could see a couple people coming on at, say, noon or one or so saying, all right, everybody, get ready for your craft fair stuff and sort of telling everybody about that. And then after the craft fair is over, I hope we can get somebody to come on and tell us uh, how many crafts got made. Well, well I can definitely help with that, or so I can, and we'll figure that all out. Um, but I, I really think they uh, – I hope it is, doesn't get uh, too stressful and too crazy for everybody, but I really hope we can make them work together. Because to me, they really are two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even hope I'm going to. I'm gonna, we're going to be talking with the craft fair committee about maybe even uh, getting some rewards in the that you can purchase. You know, sponsorships for where you get a reward that is tied to uh, something in the craft fair. So we're going to brainstorm mm-hmm. about that. See if we can't come up with something. In addition to the sort of. Uh, Rewards that are all focused around playing the game. They mm-hmm. uh, we're also having rewards that are more of the I I want to give you money just because, um, and maybe I don't have time to play a game, or maybe I, I don't uh, don't feel like that's necessary. Or mm-hmm. uh, since we have a lot of people in the guild that have uh, podcasts, blogs, uh, what have you, businesses that will give those people an opportunity to actually kind of purchase a plug to happen during the marathon or in the guild hall. And again, those will be up in the store too. All the prices we're doing for all this stuff are about the same as they were last year with the Kickstarter. So we think that's a pretty good sign that we'll be able to, you know, to sell those things because people people got them last year. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually hoping it turns out to be, you know, a jam-packed fun day. That'd be great because, you know, I know part of the problem with the Kickstarter is, you know, trying to coordinate the afterwards and also the fact that, yeah, there's such a huge cut out of it, mm-hmm. which takes into the bottom line of what we're trying to do, which is raise money to keep us functioning and going and yeah. providing exactly. things that, you know, people, tools that we expect that we need, you know, the forums, our meetup site, all of it. And you don't think about it because... Because we do it without a few complaining. people for a long time that was doing it. Yeah, we do yeah. it without complaining. You know, we don't make a big deal about it typically, but it's getting to the point where, you know, times are tough for everybody, so we can't be exactly counting on just a few people to shoulder the entire burden for the cost of AIE anymore, you know, uh, especially with how much we've been growing. Oh my so, gosh, um, Ralph, you mentioned that these time slots are going to go up for sale on um, the Frog Pants store. Any idea yep. about the general cost of a time slot? Of, of a what? Of a time slot? Sorry. Yeah, I think the time slots are, I think they're in the 30 to $40 range. They may have been, um, Dave Michaels was the uh, involved in the Kickstarter and those things, so I gave him some, some starting prices, mm-hmm. and then he adjusted them based on what we did last year. They might be as much as fifty bucks, and we're gonna we are gonna scale them up. Like if we have uh, if we have Scott come in, yeah, his time, his time gonna, slot's gonna be, be worth more, more than we, mine. We, we, right, we'll yeah. figure people will want to uh, 
to, you know, pay more to go play games with Scott and bend his ear for however long it takes to uh, run a dungeon or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably do a couple because I, I enjoy just uh, leveling people up in Diablo, so I'll probably do a couple slots and for those. Doing all, and doing all the games. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, so I, I can guarantee uh, that I can get you up 40 levels uh, from 1 to 40 in an hour. Wow. Holy so, cow. Uh, anybody, anybody that wants that, that's what my time slots are going to be. Can that I is add? amazing. <laughs> Here's my question is, what if we have people that just want to donate but don't, don't really right. care about the time slots? Are we, gonna have, are we just going to have a hey, donate to the guild option on the site? So there's going to be a couple things. One is we had a PayPal button uh, that we used to have. Uh, the money went straight to Lank, and then he paid it straight to whoever. And we're going to re we're going to reinstitute that. But we all are we are also going to have your sort of normal kind of NPR um, sponsorship stuff where mm-hmm. if you give I think it's uh, fifty bucks, you get you know obviously you get your name listed as a sponsor. Mm-hmm. And we had a guild hall. Of fame last year, mm-hmm. which was uh, you know a list that was up at the guild hall, but it wasn't that prominent. So we're going to make that a lot bigger this year. We're going to get poster board guys. We're just going to yeah. and it's going to coat the wall, and everybody will will see it. Yeah, and we're going to uh, ha- so you have various levels, but you know we we do have t-shirts and we have mugs, and the t-shirts and mugs are going to uh, have they're going to be like the 2014 version of it. So Dave's going to make a special color. It's mm-hmm. gonna have the it's gonna say two four two thousand fourteen on it. So the only way you'll be able to get those is through the sponsorships. So there'll be a you know a basic level, a bigger level, and then a bigger level. And at the top level, you get an AIE sack, a mug, and a T-shirt, uh, and you get your name at the top list in the sponsors thing. Great. Yeah, and that poster board is also when I talked about it, having a plug at the guild hall. Mm-hmm. Um, we mm-hmm. are going to allow people who pay that for that size of plug, which is like a hundred bucks, I think. You um, you get to supply, you know, a, some a piece of art and a URL and a tagline, and we're gonna print that up on a piece of paper like a sticker, like like NASCARs have on mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and that's Fun. gonna be put like the size of a bumper sticker or so, and that'll be up on that poster board, and basically anybody who comes into the guild hall, which I know there's. Um, you know, a lot of people that go to the guild hall, and they're Blizzard people, the podcast people. They will get to see your plug up on the wall there. And you'll awesome. Be and yeah, so. and it'll appear in photos because let's face it, we're taking a lot of photos in that guild hall Definitely. all the time. So and I just I just noticed Van Flick said this in the chat room, and I forgot to mention it. And we didn't do this last year, and we we were remiss in doing it. We're gonna we're gonna make a wiki page to commemorate the 2014 Guildhall. Oh, good. And, and uh, this gameathon, and we will make that same list on that page. Which after after it's all over, that page will become static. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you can pay uh, at the Frog Pants store. You can pay via PayPal or credit card or whatever. The default is PayPal. Through the where the the option where you just want to give money to us uh, with our donate button on our main website, that's just mm-hmm. PayPal uh, is all we have for that. Yeah, um, but you know, yeah, I understand everybody. Not everybody likes PayPal, but it's for a good cause. I promise. Um, so that's it. We so right now 
we're in the stages of getting the list filled out with um, with uh, we're, we're calling them hosts. Hosts are the people like like Zod who are sort of emceeing the event, mm-hmm. and then guests are our people who um, who are going to support some game. So I'll be a guest to help you in Diablo, and Scott mm-hmm. will be a guest. And then patrons are all the people who went and bought a time slot to come up and join us. So those uh, those three groups of people will be coming together on the 4th and uh, hopefully having a great time. Great. Very nice. Very nice, yeah. I know I had this huge conflict that weekend, and I was really hoping that I could... You know, it it would the event was the weekend after like we had initially planned, but no, so now I'm struggling. I'm going to be there. I'm just not sure what time slot I will be available for, but dang it guys, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna support this. I'm gonna so if yeah, look for my name on the list if you wanna game with me and be a dork. Well the nice <laughs> thing about it is it's it is twelve hours. So there's yeah. room to uh there's a lot of room in the day to pick it and you can uh uh, I'll probably do some, and I, if I need help hosting, I may do some of that. Then I may take a nap, and then I may come back. Yeah, exactly, exactly. My problem is it's a family reunion, and you know how those go. <laughs> yes, I typically want to get away from them. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, because the AIE family, that's the one we all chose. Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so Ralph. Uh, That's all I have to say about are that. Are there any limitations well, right on now. what kind of games or anything that can be played, like for well, people who want to sign up and do this? I mean, yeah, is there so anything really we're wondering. absolutely saying no to, or um, put our foot down on? You know, I. Um... I'm sure there's something out there that's horrible that we don't want people to do that probably won't happen. But but cards humanity. Oh no, we're already doing that one. Well, yeah, we're doing cards against humanity. Come on. Right, we're not we're not broadcasting it. Right, that's probably good. Um, but no, people were asking like, what if I want to go play Destiny on the PS4? Mm-hmm. And basically, I think anything where uh, if if you tell it, we're going to have the people who are signing up for games to say these are the games that I'd be willing to play, and then the people who buy that spot will know that that's the game, so they will, you know, and then that's part of the reason they get together um, uh, in the stream that we're going to be doing to sort of hook up and say, okay, how are we going to do this? How are we going to get together and play and go do this thing? So I think almost any online multiplayer game event, regardless of console or PC, is is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't think of anything, but it's like... Uh, I just want to make sure we're not gonna we're not saying no. We will never ever play Lotro, and and those Lotro guys will be all like, but but no, but. I definitely want yeah. them to, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was an example. It was the first game that popped in my head. I love the Lotro guys. They're awesome. Yeah, I could I could break out the dwarf. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So so this is awesome, and uh, everybody can participate. Uh, so, uh, do we have a date for when this stuff's going to go live that everybody should look out for? Or is there a forum post or a wiki page we should all be referring to to point There's to and go far, look? So far, what there is is uh, stuff in the officer forums where we're trying to get the schedule together. Yeah. As, uh, I, have, uh, I don't have a, a date for sure that I can say it. What I have is a target date, which I had wanted to get everything together by this weekend so I could put it up. Okay. Yeah. Over the week, but I can see already with the pace of things, 
that that's not likely to happen unless they... I'll sign up for all the slots. That's just <laughs> what will happen is everything that's not available. And then everybody will be like, I don't want to game with Aludra. And Ludra then again? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so basically, as soon as we have everything figured out, it's up and we'll get it up there and get it out to the public. Right. I would say it, uh, the odds of it being up before the next AIE podcast are really, really high. Sounds awesome. good. Awesome. Then then that's what we're going to look for because I would love to be able to tell people they can go to the store and they can buy the time and, and everything and, and get everybody to start participating and donating and so we can hug them all in person at the Guild Hall. Right. And then, Definitely. of course, I'll be posting something on our forums if when, when that goes up. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. This is awesome. I'm, I'm really excited nice. about this yeah. because it's what we do best, you know, gaming, not not trying to get together a swag bag that people are like, uh, or, um, you know, other yeah, actually, things. People love those swag bags. They do, but uh, I got a couple of, of disappointed people because they wanted bigger bags, and, and we're doing our best. We do with what we have, and what we have is just enough. Yes, exactly. So, but this is gaming. This is this is why we came together in the first place. So I'm really excited about this fundraiser. It's going to be a great event, not just yeah. to, for the guild hall, but to keep the guild running in and of itself. Mm-hmm, exactly. I want to throw an idea out there for folks who might yeah. be interested in D, is uh, because this is a wonderful online thing. Is Roll Twenty, which is a way that you can play D and D through Google Hangout. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, really? Roll20.net. And I see some people suggesting desktop D&D, so that might be a fun... I've yeah. never played D&D, but I always wanted to learn. So D&D this would be like... Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, no, I've always wanted to learn. Just nobody wanted to teach me. You can't you can't take away my gamer card for that. I I'm can... just teasing, honey. People are mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so you uh, the DM would have to go to Roll20 and do stuff there mm-hmm. and set mm-hmm. up the campaign, but everybody else can just show up in Google Hangout and you add the Roll20 app and you can actually, uh, one of the most important parts is you can see each other's dice rolls because otherwise mm-hmm. you can just sit there and say, oops, I rolled a 20 again. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I like that. I like that, you know, the people who, who make programs are like, hey... We're nerds too, so let's let's make nerdy programs for everybody. And you know what I'm saying? They... Yeah, in fact, I'm gonna make hey. a suggestion. Uh, in a few episodes from now, you guys should have a a D and D episode going during your uh, uh, podcast hangout. Ooh, yes. Oh yes, I will die a lot in in D and D, and this will be awesome. <laughs> I, I'm fully supporting this. I'll, I'll do it as long as I don't play the healer. I'll play the healer. I will Good. be. Good. All right then. The, yes, I will be the healer, and <laughs> it will be epic. <laughs> Anything else we want to let everyone know about Ralph? Um, that's all I have on that. Um, so no. That's all I awesome. have for that. We have Yay. there's other AI stuff <laughs> happening all the time, but uh, that's the big one now. Good. Well, thanks so much for letting us know about it because I know a lot of people have been kind of I've been getting a lot of questions saying, hey, we haven't heard anything about the Guild Hall yet, so it's good knowing that we do have the funding for that in our sites. Yeah. Well, that's the other benefit to this is uh, in one 12-hour period at the end of that, Mm -hmm. 
we'll know whether we get but, to have a guild hall or not. So. Yeah, right. And oh man, I really, really hope that we can we can get this together because ah, uh, seriously, guys, I would be truly disappointed if if somehow we fell short. I mean, if if I can scramble at a family reunion to try and get some some funding up and stuff, I, I hope you can too. I really do hope. Definitely. And I think, unless anyone has anything else, I think that's about it for the show tonight. Awesome! So, right, so uh, while the chat room begins to suggest show notes, titles, or show notes, really, show titles, we want to thank Ralph so much for joining us. Ralph, is there any, how's the best place for people to contact you? Uh, I have a Twitter account that I make snarky comments on all day long. I love your Twitter account, Definitely. by the way. It is one of my favorite follows. Oh, thank you. I, you're weird. I am uh, very weird. weird. Thank you for noticing. I mean, uh, so it's at Ralphie R A L F F I E. Um, I I have a podcast like everybody else in the world. And <laughs> I uh, I'm only reason I'm I'm going to mention it here is because I do it with two other people who would be upset if I didn't mention it, and it's uh, uh Kim Kim Price, our just just Kimali, and my friend Johnny Feisty, and our show is called Catching Up. With Doctor Who, and we have a Twitter account called Catching Up With, and the the URL is catchingup.tv. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we I'd never seen it, so we started watching Doctor Who with Eccleston, and uh, we'd watch a couple episodes and talk about it. And then we've been doing that since January, and we're just about to get to Matt Smith. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I I absolutely love that all the Doctor Who's are on Netflix because one day I just turned them on for my kids. I'm like, I've heard things about this and we went on a crazy binge spree of Doctor Who. It was absolutely insane. So, uh, listening to your show, I can totally relate to the whole this is so neat and what's going on and just all that great stuff that you guys are doing. So, my guests I'm pretty proud of my guests so Yeah, You're you're crazy accurate for somebody who's like I've never seen this before. So, I guess I guess in the first half of the uh, the Forest of the Dead and the I think the two parter where they're on the library with the Vasta Narada, mm-hmm. right? I'm probably spoiling this for everybody, but I guess I like oh yeah they're being they're being saved to a computer somewhere. That's what's happening. Nice. <laughs> yep. And then Kim oh, was man. like, "Well, what do you do for a living?" <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes. There, there are there are cues and stuff. Ah, jeez, I just love the show. I just Especially, oh yeah, and the way a season will kind of build into itself, you know. Yeah. Like you think, oh my God, what is going on here? This was like the worst episode ever. Sometimes. Yeah. So and the then, ones like, right after the ones right. right after those was this one called Midnight that was. <gasps> oh yeah, I've seen that one four times. Oh, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was so lame. I didn't see it. I I mean, it's not my favorite, but I've seen it four times just to just kind of the psychology in that episode is really yeah. interesting. I mean, it's the rest all about of the, the pe- is it's rough, all about but... the people and the interplay and stuff. Yeah. It really is, and it's it's yeah. just. It, it really makes you rethink some interactions in your life, you know? And then you go, like, three episodes later, like, what happened back then, sometimes it all click. Like, oh, well, that's why they did that. Yeah, yeah. no, I love how they wrap up seasons, it, the overarching... Oh, oh yeah. Uh, well, before we turn the, this into another Doctor Who cast... <laughs> one of the things that is great about having Kim and Johnny there is they'll say, 
oh, remember this thing. This comes back. This will be important. Oh, great. Yeah. So right. that's really handy. That's so awesome. Yay, shows. I love podcasters. Clearly. All right, so if you have a question or a comment about our show, you can email, like, another challenge for us, like Ralph's D&D Challenge. You can email yes. us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Accuzod, who is, like, missing in action, and we're looking for you, sir, is at Accuzod. I am at Aludra underscore AIE. Michaela is at Cyberwave and Tetsemi. Our amazing fill-in co-host extraordinaire is at ivory tiger we record live with video every tuesday at 9 p.m eastern 6 p.m pacific you can join the chat room and play along with us on our website at the aiepodcast.com our theme was composed by the amazing andrew allen follow him at keys with soul or visit his website keyswithsoul.com and now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including this week in AIEU, Ask a Magus, Ask Miss Mulgra. And any others that we have. Mm-hmm. This is Dedrin with another edition of Ask a Magus. This week's question is, why can't warlocks raise the dead anymore? Technically, they still can. But after the days of the Second War, warlocks gained a pretty bad reputation all around. Nobody, orcs or humans, liked them enough not to kill them on the spot. So after the Third War, Warlocks went on, and pardon the pun, some soul-searching. It was decided that in order to join the ranks of either the Horde or the Alliance, they would have to appear not entirely evil. So they gave up one ability they didn't care all that much about, and one that made them look very chaotically evil, raising the dead. Why didn't they care about raising the dead? The problem was that they had a psychic link to their thralls, and oftentimes, all they could hear was which was one reason they didn't keep their undead slaves around for long. It just made those warlocks even more insane, which further hindered their reputation quite a bit. Send your questions to Askamagus on Twitter. Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, who typically wins your clan's annual gnome punting contest? Do not get me started. My clan's gnome punting contest is anything but typical. Of course, no one is satisfied with simply determining who achieves the best distance per mass volume of gnome punted. They have created the longest hang time achievement, the largest number of end over end tumbles before rolling out of bounds achievement, closest to the beer tent, largest mustache still able to spiral, best recovery after a bad snap, most pirouettes before punting, best dressed punter, best dressed punt e, 
best interpretation of the music. You'd think it was an ice dancing competition. Oh, uh, the producer is reminding me that gnomes know how to make blasting powder and guns. Uh, perhaps it would be best to atypically punch your gnome very gently. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Oh, come on, gosh. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Thanks to Aludra the Mage from Earthen Ring for this week's question. I tell you what, that's going to wear real thin real fast, Buxley. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. Hi, Evandros here. Buxley um, asked me to help out with his journal today. See, we were out in the Jade Forest, and a huge tree fell on Buxley's head. I am Buxley. Ever since then, his vocabulistics are limited to I and am and Buxley, exclusively in that order. So far, nothing we have tried has made any difference. Noggenfogger elixir, goblin jumper cables, pickled elec hooves. I am Buxley. Yeah, I agree. Those were really nasty. I zapped him with a hollowed wand. I even threw a voodoo skull at him. But it bounced right off because his bags were always full. I am Buxley. He even jumped off the side of Dalaran without his parachute cloak. So far, nothing has worked. Although the spirit healer had a good laugh at that one. I am Buxley. I think there's only one thing left to try. Buxley, look over there. I am Buxley? (coughs) Buxley, are you okay? Thanks for your question. (gasps) Thanks for your question. Oh, no. Thanks to Evandros for writing this episode. If you'd like to thanks for your question, I am Buxley. You can follow me at I am Buxley on Twitter at AskBuxley. Thanks for your question, I am Buxley. Hello there, citizens of New Eden. This is Turbo reporting to you from the front lines of Catch on all the happenings of AIE Universal and Eve. First up, CEO of Brave Newbies, Matas Odoro, stepped down from the Council of Stellar Management and left his position as in Brave Leadership due to time constraints. Asianami Day will be taking his spot on the Council of Stellar Management. Lichten Condor will be taking his spot as CEO of Brave. Next up, a member of the Alliance left the Alliance when their bluff was called, resulting in a drop of sovereignty only to rejoin a different part of the Alliance days later under the condition that the creator of said drama was not allowed to continue to lead this corp. Lastly, Kuda announced the mining op finally, but it's opsic, so check the forum and your calendar for more info. We need this ore to keep us swimming in ships. You can always learn more about the happenings of AIEU and EVE on the Mike forum. There you can ask any questions about us and Eve and get a free 21-day trial. You can always follow me at Turbo Addiction. And remember, citizens of New Eden, stay classy, perf diplomacy, and buff war. Authorities alarmed about Apothecary's ALS activities. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. 
Only those who have spent the past month adventuring deep inside some dungeon could have missed it. The masses of people getting ice water dumped on them in response to the ALS challenge. Many well-known people of Azeroth have partaken of the ritual, but not without mishap. The water being dumped on Thrall formed into a water elemental and asked his permission before continuing. Bran Bronzebeard tried to get fancy by using some Titan technology in Uldum to douse himself, but somehow unleashed a flood that nearly breached the dam there. And Jaina Proudmoore accidentally ice-blocked herself when the water poured on her, froze solid on contact. All of this has raised piles of gold pieces for ALS research, but sadly anything that can be used for good can also be corrupted for evil. Authorities are now warning those attending the Dark Moon Fair to be on the lookout for an unsanctioned dunking booth run by the Royal Apothecary Society. While the booth may look like a convenient way to fulfill one's challenge, health officials are concerned that the true purpose of the booth is to test new strains of the plague on unsuspecting victims. This, of course, would give a whole new meaning to the ice bucket challenge going viral, but it is always good to remember that when it comes to the Royal Apothecary Society, they never play fairly. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Greetings, this is Rastlin, presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Insouciance. This Shah's casual and competent approach to its abilities usually makes this fight an effortless victory against the various heroes that encounter it, who typically become increasingly panicked and desperate as they realize that their meticulous overplanning and eagerness do them no good in this encounter. The few groups that have bested this Shah have also shared its demeanor when approaching the fight, calmly knowledgeable about their abilities, with an easygoing composure, and almost unconcerned about whether they emerge victorious or not. If successful, the goods received are never weapons nor pieces of armor, but rather a book on how to effortlessly put together an understated but beautifully fashionable set of transmogrified gear. We now return to your pleasantly free from anxiety raid run already in progress. Next week, we'll talk about the upcoming WoW craft fair. So until then, AIE, this is a Lud this is a Ludra, really? This is really? McCullough. Okay, okay. then I call being Tetsemi. <laughs> and this is McCullough. And this has been the AIE podcast. I love you guys. Who am I? I don't know. <laughs> You're Jean Valjean. <laughs>